Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International Package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Welcome to episode 22 of the Hot Toy Cast, the graduated from college and freaking out about life episode of your most, our most esteemed podcast, where we discuss all things high-end action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow, and many more. Now, my name is Eamon Odenu. These are my co-hosts. Michael Crawford. And Jeff Parker. <laughs> we knew you were there, Jeff. He's still on the road. He's, 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 he's still on the road. Okay. Oh, was I meant to go second? Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. It's there, look, it's there. Like, I'm putting big red text on the synopsis. Anyway, on today's episode, we hope, and we hope we're going to get around to a couple of figures. Now, the two boys are expecting a nice, big, lovely box of goodies, so we'll have far more kind of hot toy reviews in the next episode. This episode, we're going to get through, trying to get through Marty McFly, Hot Toys Marty McFly, Hot Toys Whiplash, War Machine Mark II. We're then going to maybe jump into ACI Aragorn, Thracian General, uh... Star Aces, uh, Sirius Black, and Three A's Ned Stark, and we're going to give an honourable mention as well to a statue Catwoman, because our Trevor Orn, Trevor Grove was on there, uh, he sculpted that one, so we're going to discuss that link as well. So, let us kick this off, and I watched it last night, Ali, my girlfriend, had not seen Back to the Future since she was a little girl, so we put on, and I was waiting to buy the box set until my figure came, for Marty McFly. So we put on uh, Back to the Future 1 last night in Blu-ray, and I'd never seen it in Blu-ray. You know, and, and oh. I watched the deleted scenes and everything, and it was like, there's a really funny deleted scene where uh, Doc back in the 1950s picks up a modern-day Playboy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, things, <laughs> things do get better in the future. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was great. But yes, Marty McFly. So, Jeff, or Mike, rather, would you like to kick us off with Marty McFly? I've got my Marty here. He's got a skateboard. Oh, sure. He's sweet. He's he's so nostalgic, you know. Yeah. And it's so nice to get something from Hot Toys that isn't Iron Man um, mm-hmm. or Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and get something that they really put a lot of time and effort into. It's clear, you know. What I like about this figure is that he's got a ton of extras, right? There's a, yeah. there's a, there's a ton of accessories but all of those accessories he's got you see probably within the first 10 minutes of the movie absolutely there's there's nothing here from later on in the movie even the guitar which is the exclusive uh version is when he goes to the high school to do the the demo um and and that's not the guitar from later on which makes sense because it's not the outfit from later on you know you don't want to put him you know so what i'm hoping is that that this was intentional on hot toys part to to allow them to have a second version um, in the 50s uh, later in the film and add a bunch more you know, accessories from later in the film to add in with it. Uh, so I'm hoping that? that's a little insight into you know maybe they've got plans that this guy does well that they can, they can bring out a second Marty along with at least a couple of docs, God forbid. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd love, I'd love a twenty twenty first century dock. That'd be great with the big reflector shades and stuff like that, and the big kind of neon outfit and things. I'd, mm. qu- I'd, qu- I'd quite like that. But I, I mean, do 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 you think they would release a nineteen fifties Marty? I sure hope so. I what think is, that what? I think that they they've set themselves up for it, right? They've allowed themselves yeah. to keep all of the cool <laughs> accessories from later in the film, and and he's and the outfit's just as cool. Right, I mean, it's just yeah. as, it's not quite as iconic as the red vest, which we all remember so well. Life even preserver. He wore it for a little while. Yeah, his life preserver. Uh, but you know, he wore it longer in the movie. So this is true. Yeah. This is true. I think I think it's like I mean, they've obviously shown a lot of commitment by the very fact they they you know they're planning the DeLorean as long as it comes off. Um, so they're very committed to this. And I know the fact you know the fanboys have been wanting this for so long. Um, but at the same time, as you say, I think they're testing the water. Let's see if it sells as well as everybody's expected, because it's you know there is so much they can do with this uh, with this whole line uh, mm-hmm. and the other movies. So uh, yeah, just hope it sells as well as we. I do think yeah. the sculpt could be a little better. I don't know about you guys, but to me, it's it's it's. I like that they gave him an expression instead of going with that kind of slack mannequin look. I th- yeah, think yeah. He's, you know, I've seen people say, "Oh, he's, he looks dead." No, he doesn't look dead. That's a <laughs> look at look at some of the other figures like the you know the Tonto, the Johnny Depp Tonto, mm-hmm. or the yeah. Johnny Depp Ichabod Crane. Those are those are dead looks. Yeah, they they're, look they're like a mannequin. Looking figures. This, got this, this has a little expression to it. There's a little life in the eyes, life in the in the tautness of the muscles in the in the face. He, he looks like he's you know, perplexed, which yeah, he was most of that movie. Um, so I like that fact, but to me, this time it's actually some of the paintwork that that actually hurts them a little, and and that extreme texture. Because if you look at, like, you just watched the movie, uh, Eamon, So mm-hmm. he's he was very young, very yes. oh, Michael young. He, he was baby's face. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Michael J. Fox. This is not babyface Michael J. Fox. This has a lot of skin texture to it, and it has some um, uh, variation in the skin tone, like you would when he's, you know, maybe another five, six, seven, eight years older. Yeah, yeah. So I think that makes you know people look at it and they go, "Well, he doesn't look quite like." Well, no, not from that movie. I think he's. I see what you're he, saying. You know, it's a little yeah. better maybe for the second or third movie, but but still, it's in the outfit. It's clearly Marty McFly. Yes, yes, yeah. I, 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 I agree. Yeah, and it's funny, it's like that thing where <clears throat> some figures I really like to have the extra um, uh, articulation at the top of the neck, and some I'm not quite so bothered with. And this is actually one of those occasions where I think it's nice for him to be able to tip his head around, but because it's the neck is kind of quite visible, I, I almost wonder if it would have been nicer just to have had a, a whole sculpted neck on this one. Yeah, you can see that in. top joint below the jawline pretty yeah. clearly in a lot of poses. You can, yeah. you can. That that was actually the first thing I noticed out the box. I was like, oh, the, the neck joint seems a bit I mean, it, 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 it's a very easily moved head as well. You know, if you, yeah. shook, if you shook the figure, you could move that head. So that yeah. kind of gives you something. So that, I was a little bit surprised at that. But, you know, I, I think like a lot of things you get sometimes, it's just kind of case of kind of getting used. It surprised you. And then, yeah. like, once you get used to it, it's like it doesn't bother you at all anymore. So, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I took it out of the box, two things that kind of bothered me straight away. I didn't like the kind of the paint on the inside of the mouth. Bearing in mind, it was a bright daylight morning sunshine going in. So it was, you know, it was kind of apparent. You could see right into the mouth. But... All in all, these figures are, you know, to look nice on your shelf and to give you that kind of iconic straight out of the movie feel. And I get that from this figure. I've got photographs, of my, you know, you can check on Facebook, like on his skateboard. When he's looking at his watch, this is the expression. This is what Hot Toys do sometimes. They look at the most popular interpretation of the character and the most iconic interpret or iconic interpretation of the character. And they did the same thing with Wolverine. The Wolverine. The Wolverine mm. sculpt is from that movie poster. That particular movie poster where he is pursing his lips together. 
this particular Mi- Michael J. Fox here is the Drew Struzan movie poster where he's looking a bit mm-hmm. like stunned at the watch and he's yep. like, holy, you know, I'm running, I'm running out of time here. It's, it's that right, great which is, Yeah, he's got the sunglasses to go with it, you know, yeah. even though he only used yeah. those in the very few seconds at the beginning. The, you know, the sunglasses are really there for you to do the Drew Struzan poster when, yeah. the, when the DeLorean shows up. Exactly. Which is why it's all important that the head can tip down as well with that neck. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. It's, it's a really nice posable neck. I, I really like mm. it. I like the fact that it's easy to pose. You can turn his head nicely. You know, you put his headphones around his, uh, yeah. his, his, his neck and stuff like that and, and things. And, and I love that. Um, there is there is a, someone actually doing some decals for these because obviously they couldn't use the Nike logo, they couldn't use the JDC yeah. logo or the AWA logo. Are right, we, they didn't we, go for we... all the licensing on all of that. No, the, and on the skateboard as well, I believe there's a few stickers. But just like little attentions to deal, like the little stickers on his denim jacket. He's got a little guitar, he's got his plectrum, and he's got like some, some sort of a little badge and things there. Mm-hmm. Now, did you actually open up the clock tower flyer? Yeah. Did you look at the back? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that the, was sweet. Yeah. And you know yeah, what? I, I didn't look at it because I was watching the movie last night, and and literally that scene came up. I literally plucked the because um, I have the the camera and the newspaper in the backpack, as you do. I took the flyer out, and I was like, I opened it up, and I was like, I thought this was just a. I didn't kind of. I thought it was a newspaper. I forgot that it was a flyer, and I was like, oh, it's a flyer. So I decided to open it up and take it out, and then look at the back, and it's oh look, I love you five 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 four eight two three. It's just like yep. I thought that was a wicked. I did not know that, and I thought that was just. Now a you just watched touch. the movie. I heard somebody say that the flyer is actually blue. No, it's not. Not the flyer. I didn't white. think so. I thought no, it was the, white. The flyer's white. The flyer's white. Yeah. It's, it's it is just a plain old photocopied flyer, you know. But it's just I was like so. Impressed to see that little note on the back there. It's like that little attention to you know, I was like, oh, that's just sweet. So it is. Um, even the accessories, even though they lack some of the um, uh, the logos, yeah. like the camcorder, the detail in the buttons and the the, yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. hash marks on the lens, and yeah. the fact that you've got the colored lenses at both the front and in the eyepiece, and I. These these are the kind of accessories when Hot Toys is really hitting on all cylinders, right? This yeah, is this absolutely. is when they're showing their best attention to detail. The, the little Casio watch, the little beep beep beep, little Casio keyboard. Yeah, watch. with his little, it had the the little uh, calculator on it, right? Yeah, did you jail the little section those? below the watch? Yeah, I I remember I I, I had one of those actually. I was oh, absolutely. They used to do the Texaco <laughs> giveaway collection. Do you remember that years ago? You saved up your stamps from the petrol. And you said, like, try to persuade your dad, dad, get this or get that, get a, get a telescope, get, get this. And then eventually I did get a Casio calculator watch. I was the shiz back then, man, I'll tell you. It was great <laughs> I love this figure. It's a true icon. I have, this in the, I have it in my a little icon stand, so it's up there now with, with uh, Alien Dallas, Luke Skywalker from Bespin, my Indiana Jones... And my uh, my Superman, and it, it it just works, you know. Empire Magazine has a as as a the latest Empire Magazine, for instance, has like the hundred greatest movie characters, and it's like we have figures of those now, and it's like Marty's one of them, Darth Vader's the other, Loki's another, and it's like, whoa, look at these great movie characters, and I just think this is what it's all about with Marty, and it does look like we are going to get that DeLorean because we could the mm-hmm. they've clearly bailed on the '69 Batmobile. 66, yeah, I think so. We'll talk a little bit about Comic-Con here in a little while, but I I think that that'll be the the telling point. But I think we're definitely going to get the DeLorean. Has they have has Hot Toys ever put something up for pre actual pre order where you could order it it, and not do it? It is on pre order. No, no, I didn't think so. So I'm pretty sure if Mm -hmm. you know we have pre ordered what it's been. Eight, nine, ten months since we pre-ordered the DeLorean. It's been a while, right? It's been a while, but we were uh, waiting ages for the Batmobile as well. <laughs> yeah, but see, the Batmobile never went up for pre-order, so I think that with the DeLorean up for pre-order, we will get it. There will be no, yeah, 
Yeah, they may not. They may not make the most money off it in the world, Those depending on how well it sells, Batmobile, but they'll make ages. it. The eighty-nine Batmobile took ages to be kind of like. For oh yes, it did. It took a long time. Yeah, that took ages. So yeah, yeah but I'm, I mean, I'd love the DeLorean. I don't have room for DeLorean, so I won't be getting the DeLorean. I, one of the things I was going to mention about this Marty McFly figure is like I, I do wonder how well he is going to sell. You know, because you know some of these American movies are yeah. not big in they're not big in that part in China where they make these figures. And I think Hot Toys, from what I understand, they do like to cater to the east, the, the, the eastern markets as well. And I, I, Marty McFly is not going to be as much of an icon over there. Like Star Wars, for instance, is not a big deal over there. So that's why you know some of the Star Wars stuff just doesn't sell that much over o- over there. Star Wars? No, I thought Star Wars was pretty huge in Asia. That, that's well, that's that's what that's that's what I've been told from dudes in Asia that when they go down to like the, oh, really? uh, the Hot Toys secret bases, like there's not much interest with Star Wars over there. I mean, may, may, maybe right. maybe wrong. That is only from one source, though. So maybe I, that 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 could be entirely yeah. that, that could be wrong. But that's what I understand. And I would be very curious because the, the thing what I, when it comes to figures, I always feel that oh, I want the figures I wanted when I was a child. While I love Marty McFly and I love Back to the Future figures, I never really crave for a figure from these things because it's like it's not like an actiony kind of a movie, mm. you know. So I'd, I'd be very curious to see how well this Marty McFly does sell because. Already, I'm kind of seeing no, like you can still get Batman and Robin, for instance. And I thought we we kind of pr- thought that they might sell to the roof, and they kind of haven't. And I just think some of the kind of older American U.S.-based properties may may not be as big as sellers as we think. I mean, I I don't. I'm well, I think Marty though is a, is the kind of figure that a lot of people it, it's going to be one that um, uh, does better word of mouth after it. It, now that it's available, right. I think that that it's not a figure that when you put it up for pre-order, you know, it's not it's not Darth Vader from Hot Toys. It's not you know, it's not uh, Han and Chewie. Chewbacca, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Hot Toys, where everybody rushes out and they want to pre-order it right away because oh my god, we've never gotten this before and it's the greatest license ever. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of that people probably looked at it and went, you know, that's kind of cool, yeah, whatever. And then when it hit, and now so many of us are talking about that it's a really cool figure, yeah. and mm. we're waxing nostalgic over the movie. Yeah. Now I think you may see that the numbers will pick up and it'll actually do a lot better in terms of sales. At least that's what I think will happen. It's I not going to be some outstanding, you know, figure that's sold so well you'll never see, you know, one on the shelf or something. Yeah. But it, it should is, sell well. Yeah, and this is it. Yeah. I think because there was a lot of nostalgia for this, it would have been pre-ordered by a lot of people, obviously, you know, the, the hardcore fans. But then, obviously, I think <clears throat> a lot of companies... Uh, they, 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 they design the numbers of figures they make around the pre-orders and they kind of will obviously make a buffer zone around that so that the people who, uh, who do come to the market later can buy it. And of course they've always got the option of doing a second uh, you know, uh, pressing, as it were, of a figure. But um, when you think back to figures like, I'm, think, I'm going back to like Blade, and I think Blade was a popular movie, but not a huge movie. Yep. But that figure obviously just went mental. It was word of yeah, mouth, it's yeah, a really yeah, cool yeah, figure. Yeah. And it was, all of a sudden, everybody wanted it. The price went crazy. And I think this, you know, I think you're right, Mike, this could be a figure like that. And I wonder if they've, I wonder if they've made enough, and I wonder if, if that does happen, if that's going to really push a price up. And that's almost like they're designing their own market for the future on this, if they can kind of create a, a kind of a buzz around it. I, for one, would definitely pick up a, a futuristic Marty with the, the inflatable Nikes and the, <coughs> and, the, and the hat and the kind of reflective hat and, and the hoverboard. Yeah, the hoverboard. And if you get little flights then, then for the hoverboard. There you go. That's yeah. what we're talking about. <laughs> but I think, it, but to be honest, if they don't make any more Back to the Future figures, I mean, I won't be too, I won't cry too much. You know, I w- I w- well, I, I w- really w- would like a Doc Brown to go with yeah, him. Yeah, I think Doc's really, going to go with him. You've got to have a Doc to go with him, but... Um, 
but after that, you know, I would buy anything they do, but it won't break my heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I, th- I think Doc could be good. Maybe if he got Doc, that you could change him from his 1950s gear into his kind of uh, his uh, 21st century gear. Because I think the 21st century gear, because that wasn't the first movie, that is heavily featured in the second movie as well. So mm-hmm. I think if you're going to go for a Doc, you would probably pick 21st century Doc, as in futuristic. Yeah. Ooh, poor one for me. <laughs> What's that? I was- I was just, I well, you could always go with twenty uh, first century doc clothes covered up by the uh, radio radiation suits from. <gasps> See, the, there we're that, first, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Yeah, now you've got a, now you've got one that can go with early Marty and later Marty. Yeah. <laughs> I can't the extended scenes I was watching on Diddy Diddy last night. You know the part where Marty shows up and he puts the Van Halen uh, cassette on the on, on his on George's on Georgia. George McFly's hair and head, and he, he's like, "I am Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan," and it's, there's like a whole extended bit to that, and it's really funny. Some yeah. of these deleted scenes are like really funny. So it's, all right, so there's Marty McFly. I think we all would recommend this figure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Marty McFly it is then. Okay, we're now going to move on to uh, two figures that neither myself or Jeff have. So I'm going to load up your picks. Uh, where is where is your Whiplash? Have you got pics of Whiplash? Oh, Whiplash yet? goes up tonight. Ah, oh, dude, I want Whiplash pictures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's let's just review Whiplash then. What do you think? Hot toys. Uh, this is, well, this is Whiplash, Hot Toys Whiplash. Uh, this from is Iron a diecast. Hmm? This is Hot Toys Whiplash from Iron Man Two. The Mark Two version is in fully armored. Yeah, I'm gonna the catch the, the two boys in my whips type stuff. And he's gonna kick ass with uh, yeah. Yeah. Iron Man and War Machine in the park. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, so you know, here we got. Uh, it seems like every possible version of an Iron Man figure has been done, right? Well, and they, they find what they find a villain, they pull him out of their hat from Iron Man Two. Um, this is a big figure. He's about thirteen inches tall when he's standing upright, so he's got a little extra bulk. We're not talking, you know, Igor bulk, but no. but he's he's certainly he's certainly bigger than um, what we've seen with most of the regular Iron Men. Uh, he's got some fun, amazing articulation. The the really? the there's all kinds of plates that are set up so that um, like at the feet, the plates flip down on the over the feet and around the ankles. There's little springs on the spikes that go down into the ground like it would like it did in the movie to give them all that stability. Um, they they articulated all of that. You know they didn't have to, but they articulated all that around the ankles, mm-hmm. uh, all of the plates around the waist, the shoulders. They all move up and out so that you can get deeper stances, greater mobility in the shoulders. It really is. It's and and the amount of detail and all the little pistons and uh, various mechanical pieces. It, it's really an exceptional sculpt. It really is. Now the the look of the. Um, Ivan Denko, the you know the portrait. Is it a same as the first? It's one? good. It's it's a good Mickey Rourke. I mean, I thought they did a great job with the first one. Uh, it's not a lot different than that, except it doesn't have hair because you know it's inside the helmet. So it is the same face sculpt, is it? But it's pretty much the same. I mean, it looks a little updated, but it's you know they did a great job the first time, so um, it works well. What I like about that, it's the same thing when we talk about here about War Machine in a minute. It, having that second portrait, if you're not going to use the light up feature, which I know a lot of people don't. I mean, I wouldn't buy an Iron Man. That doesn't light up. It's kind of kind of critical to the character, yeah. especially if you're spending this kind of money. But it doesn't mean you use it all the time. And for people who are afraid of the batteries leaking over time and they don't want the batteries left in their in their figure, having the second head so you can pop this head on, pop the mask on, and then when somebody comes over and you show it to them, pop the mask off and say, "Hey, look, it's Ivan Denko," um, is a really nice feature for you know as an alternate to using the light up feature. 
Um, so yeah, it's a really nice figure. He's a little light. He only comes with the, the battle damage chest piece. He comes with the extra head. Um, and of course, the whips with the little blue flame thingies that go along them. Yep. Um, now, I, I did have... Hmm? Are they the same as the original? The the whips are they the same? No, they're mu- they're a little nicer whips. The, they're a little thicker. The blue flames are a little nicer. It's a it's a little nicer than the original. Okay. Uh, however, you know one of the things about the light up features is supposed to light the whips up. Uh, you're anybody who's worked with those kind of lights, like with the light up lightsabers, and you know it's not going to go very far down the plastic. Right. And it does. You know it only goes halfway down the hand or whatever where it's bright. <laughs> um, but the 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 uh, the nice thing is that the whips are fairly thick. You're not going to like tear them or break them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they're pretty well made quality wise. Uh, I did have one quality problem with mine. It'll be mentioned in my review tonight. Yeah. The problem was is there's actually two switches in back. One is for the chest and one is for the back. This is a figure that if you remember, both on this version of the armor and when he just had the harness early in the movie, he had the, the a couple sections in the back that lit up blue. Yeah. Um, so they included that in this figure as well. However, it worked great for the first two seconds I had it, and then when I went to turn it off, the switch fell into the body. Oh um, no way! Yeah, this is the, now I must. I would expect this to be a pretty much a one-off thing. This is the second time in all the dozens of light-up Hot Toys figures I've I've bought. This is only the second time I've ever had this happen. The other time was when we had that uh, the light cycle with Flynn from Tron Legacy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, one of those light switches fell off into the body of the motorcycle, and they Hot Toys replaced it right away. And I'm assuming this guy's not going at 400 bucks. This guy's not going to be flying off the shelves, so I, I should be able to get a replacement from them pretty easily. But still, it's worth noting that that yeah. It is possible if you if you're messing around with those switches, one of them can pop off. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's a, that's a good note for people to. But otherwise, it's again outstanding. The the paint. Oh, the paint's gorgeous. It's because it's one of those figures where you know I I mentioned this in the review. You know, Tony Stark is um, a very glossy, <laughs> high tech. You know, show off. Um, his armor represents that. Ivan is very Russian. Very you know. Um, uh, stoic, very uh, uh, utilitarian, and that suit shows it. You know the 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 rivets, the welds. They're all obvious. They're not pretty. They're not sanded down. Yeah. This oh, is a very missiles. utilitarian piece of armor. And I didn't really get that impression when I watched the movie because you only saw the armor so fast. And of course, action today in any movie means you know do it real quick and then nobody will notice. Yep. Um, and yet, when I hold the figure, I can really get that. Between Iron Man and and the Danko's character, so yeah, it's a great figure. I'm real pleased with it. Now you also mentioned War Machine too, which is also the the latest Dyke guest. Um, this is again a really nice, very well done figure. And I don't know if I can I can really recommend spending the money, but you do get the second head sculpt this time, which you didn't get with the first War Machine diecast. Remember the first the first diecast Hot Toys figure to hit, even though I don't think it was numbered number one, was, was the War Arm Machine. Pa- was it was it War Machine? It was a page? Oh yeah, yeah War Machine. Arm. I think was numbered number two, but I think he actually mm. hit shelves first. Um, yeah. And that one did not come with a second head sculpt. It didn't oh. have the the roadie head sculpt with it. Um, this one has the roadie. I think I haven't I haven't compared minutely yet, but I think it's the same roadie head sculpt we got with the Patriot. Um, it looks, like but it. it's nice to have. 
because now you can swap. Like I said before, if you're not using the light up feature, you can swap in the head, swap it out, show people, oh, look, it's actually uh, Rody under here. Yeah, I really yeah. love the Rody head sculpt on this. It does look like it's the same one from the Iron Patriot. It does look. I, I thought they might have tweaked it a little bit because it's always kind of hard to tell, but it does look the same to me to the earlier yeah, one. It's, it's, it's a lovely face sculpt. So it is when you got yeah. the visor. But they the visor are both head. really nice figures. The, the, the War Machine, again, they've gone crazy with the articulation. They've gone back to the butt button. So you press the button on the back of the pelvis and the legs drop down. It yeah. works much smoother this here than it did with even the Iron Patriot. Right. Um, and and wasn't it the MK42 where they kind of skipped the button and just you just pushed on the butt, the whole yeah yeah butt. I, I, I don't uh, think I didn't I like that as much. This they've gone back to the button that works a lot smoother. Yeah. Um, the torso actually there's two clicks that it pops up, so you can get even more of a, a turn in the upper body compared to the pelvis. Um, the shoulders, of course, again all armor moves pops up and out of the way, so you can get higher arms poses and it just. On these armored figures, Hot Toys continues to tweak um, the execution, and it and it really shows. Now they also continue <clears throat> to tweak the freaking price. Yeah, because right? <laughs> yeah. that, that research was the Iron Patriot. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Iron Patriot around like two eighty or Iron something? Iron Patriot was that. expensive, yeah. man. Yeah, he was expensive. Yeah, he was around two eighty. Now this War Machine, this MK War Machine, which is really Iron Patriot with a different paint job. At the end of the yeah. day, I mean, they have improved the articulation, but as far as the armor look, it's very similar armor. Yeah. This and it, and it it is Avengers, right? All Age of Ultron. So you, if you're going to do the Age Ultron stuff, you really kind of need this one if you want to be a perfectionist about your your Ultron display. But he's three forty, and then the the Whiplash is four hundred. So you can see that, uh, yeah, they're really they're really raising the price on these as well. Now, over a short period of time, the diecast ones. How, when we, it's only been a few months since we got the first diecast figure, right? Wasn't it back in September or so? Yep. It was. It was around this and, time, yeah. And it's gone from like like the first one was around two sixty to now three forty over just a few months. So yeah, they really. I wonder why that. I don't is. know if they're. I don't know what's going well, on there, but boy, it's going to be. Yeah, I do think looking at the um, at the Whiplash figure that there has been a lot of you know engineering research and development gone into, as you were saying, the, the minuter of some of the kind of like details on that. Um, and obviously, you know, we're paying for it not only from the from the fact that they've. Done the work on the on the sculpting, the research and development of the engineering, but also the manufacturing, the fact that all those little tiny parts have got to be put together. So I think that is what's kind of reflected in it. But it does seem like a very steep jump all of a sudden. You know, you can kind of see where where some of that price is coming from. But I think it seems to be masking a, a steeper jump than it needs to be. I mean, why would it be more well, expensive than Patriot? You're getting the same stuff. The, the what, war what? machine, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me why the war machine is that much more expensive than Iron Patriot over such no. a short period of time. Yeah, no, I agree with you on those two. Yeah. Pretty much exactly the same thing. Yeah, and you're getting yeah. you're getting the exact same. You're getting that extra head sculpt. No, that that's very strange. I'd be curious. I must admit, I know they seem to be re revisiting kind of uh, films that were popular because you know, like I was quite surprised when they went to do uh, Whiplash 2 because for me you know I, I quite like uh, Iron Man 2 it's not my favourite of the lot but it was uh, I really like the Monaco racetrack scene where he puts the, uh, the Mark is it Mark 5 suit on yep um, and I love, four, I love that scene Mark 4 that's five, it Mark 5, comes five, out, five, five it was 5 yeah comes out of the briefcase so I love that so I was kind of quite happy with that representation I'd have, I'd have actually really liked them to have done some hammer drones more than Whiplash 
because mm-hmm. I really like the look of the hammer drones. I love the fact they're all kind of like U.S. military. There was like the mm-hmm. uh, the Army one, the Navy one, and, uh, right. and the Air Force one. And I'd have I'd have really liked to have seen them do some of those, but maybe they will. I mean, the fact you know, if, if, if Whiplash does well and uh, and they're still interested in it, they might revisit it. But yeah, they were they were the ones I was kind of hoping for. Well, they did those little drone Iron Man drones from. Age, they're doing those Iron Man drones from Age of Ultron. Yeah, Ultraman, so. yeah, they're doing those ones, but um, but yeah, no sign the of the hammer drones. Were cool because you know, they, 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 you know, they did the Marine one, they did the 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 military or the the. Uh, yeah. What's, what's the one? In, in, infantry. You know, they had all these different yeah. kinds of ones, which were all. And they had those massive parts. rocket launchers on the shoulders, the military yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of cool. So that would have been cool for kind of like you know, if you want to do like your beat up kind of cool scenes, kind of like like the Chitauri, they'd be kind of yeah. cool fodder mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's odd that they're that they've gone for the uh, Age of Ultron drone type Iron Man ones. Mm. They haven't gone for these, but there you go. That's uh, so that's Iron that's uh, Iron Man. Oh, that's War Machine Mark Two. So yeah. if, if you were to recommend, I mean, so we have War Machine. I mean, I still love the first War Machine from Iron Man 2. I still have that figure, and I really like that figure. I think it's a, I think it's a really nice, because it's really nice and big and bulky. The the the, uh, the Iron Machine Mark 2 is a far slicker affair, yeah. and it's very nice, but I just think I like the bulky tank vibe of the Well, the and it's Mark got one. the Gatling gun. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Was which is cool. Which is, yeah. it, it, it's just like, and again, that, the head sculpt that is pretty cool, so it's still a really good-looking figure, in my opinion, to have the first. But if you were to get... If you want, to, if you are a kind of a, a Don Cheadle War Machine type type fan, if you were to get one of either Iron Patriot, War Machine Mark One, Two, or Three, Two, yeah, two Three, One, three, Two, and Iron, Iron Patriot, Two Point One, whatever, Five, or whatever. Yeah. If you were to get one, which one do you think would recommend? You'd recommend? The I still like the Iron Patriot the best. It's just yeah, that color, color scheme is yeah. so is so cool on the shelf. He does. He does. He does. I. I. I love. I love the Iron Patriot. And I think if I was getting the roadie, I'd be getting the Iron Patriot. I. I would sh- recommend people get yeah. the Iron Patriot. All right. Okay. So there you go. That's our little recommendation. Now the You're only, all... uh, like I said, if you are going to be a big Age of Ultron completist perfectionist, you then this, this is one. the war machine to get. Yeah. Okay. You got it. This war machine then. You get it. You're just a loser. Okay. <laughs> right. We'll go on to. All right. We're going to change from Hot Toys now, and we're going to switch over to ACI. Toys, and we're, we've are going to re- review ACI's Aragorn, which is a bit of a bittersweet uh, one for me, but uh, I'll ex- I'll explain later. But uh, actually, I'll take over Aragorn, shall I? Yeah, you take this one. I'll take okay. over Aragorn as as I did the packaging for it, and the illustration. And a fine Yay! job you did. Ah, <laughs> thanks, Mike. I try, I try, I try. But it was like a, it was just nice doing a little illustration on the inside. Cause something, they didn't ask for that, but I said, "Oh, I'll go do it." Just it took me a day, so I didn't mind too much. Uh, I really like this Aragorn figure. Um, straight out of the box, it will annoy you. you. That is just a warning for everyone. Straight out of the box, this will annoy you because the hair is a little on the thick side, and you will have to futz. You could argue that you shouldn't have to futz with a figure of this price. I would agree with that argument. And considering Hot Toys have gotten kind of good hair out of the box that you don't have to do much futzing with in, in, with their Black Widows and stuff, you can kind of see. However, saying that, this is a very nice figure. Uh, the clothes on it are brilliant, and if you do get the hair right with a little bit of patience, go on YouTube. There are dudes who have actually done some nice jobs on sorting out the hair. There's a few cool little techniques you can use. So go on YouTube. There's a lot of good dudes on there that will uh, that will uh, show you how to actually get the hair in a good way with a minimal of fuss. There's a pretty good elastic band method, for instance. Go check it out. Uh, and with with this Aragorn, all his weapons are, well, as you do with a lot of ACI stuff, all the weapons are steel, which I have 
there are pluses and minuses for having it as a, as a steel. He comes with his lovely dagger. He comes with, which has lovely uh, engravings on it. The his Andrul Andrul his 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 big lovely king sword uh, does not have the ruins in it, sadly. But if you look at the way it's made, it might be difficult because it's got a little concave in the middle of the blade, you know, for sticking into dudes so you can pull them out easily. Uh, so that that's not on there, but. It's lovely. The accessories with him are, are lovely. You get a, a nice bit of flame. You get a satchels with him. You get, as I said, you get the quiver and the bow and arrow and stuff like that. Um, you get his lovely uh, cloak that you can put over. You can put over his hood and everything like that. He comes with his pipe. You can give him his pipe if you want. He can sit in, in the corner looking all mean and moody and stuff. Um, it comes with a kind of a nice stone base, which is a little bit cheap because it's a bit light on plastic, but it it looks nice. It's a very iconic figure. The the, the colouring, the textures, the, it, the outfit is what really sets us above. To me, this is very close to Hot Toys level. On the materials. The face sculpt is good, but it could be a little marginally a little bit better. It's got an odd kind of bump on the forehead, which is a little bit bothersome if it catches the light a certain way. And but the, the the expression is nice, and again he he, he you get you, he's he's nice and poseable. You can get him. his ankles are a bit limited because he's got those stiff boots. So for argument's sake, that would be like a markdown. Because so, like in Hot Toys, as we know, they do do a nice job with some of the rubber boots where they weaken the plastic at the ankle of the rubber boot, like on on some of the mm -hmm. figures, and you can bend them quite easily. That could have been nice, but there are methods for for articulating just. Drop your Aragorn and just put him feet first into uh, some hot water for a while. And then you can bend the ankles and do that. Again, you shouldn't have to do that, but it's there if you want it. I personally didn't need to have to do it because I was able to get Aragorn into kind of all the kinds of poses that I did want. You can get a sword nice in front of the face to get that cool pose. He's great. As you know, I, I love the Aragorn character. I've, I've always loved the Lord of the Rings movies. And I just think ACI have really done a nice job on this figure. Mm -hmm. Some people have really been bothered by the hair. Some people, I feel, have been overtly bothered by the hair. And they're kind of throwing this, like, oh, I should have to do this. And I, Yeah, I know. But, look, you kind of just have to deal and just... There are methods to get that hair that are easy to look right. You, it can be done. You can either tuck it down inside the hair if you like. I took a little bit I've got long hair so I've got a little bit of an idea of how to kind of cut hair a little bit so I cut it, a, cut his hair a little bit on mine but again there are methods on YouTube go to YouTube look them up I think he's an awesome figure what do you think Mike? Uh, yeah you're right about the hair I mean you can futz it around a bit uh, once you start cutting like I don't really I, that's when I start thinking eh, you I know, wouldn't recommend cutting I, Right, I, I don't really want to do stuff like... I shouldn't have to do that to my figure. No. If I have to start cutting or going... Uh, you know, now I'm starting to actually customize my own figure. But you can futz the hair around and get it better looking. It'll look better from certain angles than it will from others. I thought that the biggest problem was is it is a little long and it is very thick. It so, is thick. So, yeah, that you know, is getting problem. some product in there to try to get it to flatten out a bit is is one of the bigger uh, uh, pluses. If you can do that, then you can get it looking a little better. The head, the face, like you said, there's a little, the forehead's a little much. It's more of a five or a six head. And, and mm -hmm. while uh, Vigo does have a bit of a head, yeah. uh, in real life he does. I mean, he, he, that's, that's a feature. Um, it isn't as wrinkly as this one is either. If you notice, they kind of over... 
yeah. uh, overemphasize some of the wrinkles in the forehead, which is a little throws it off. I think a little bit. Uh, I think it's a good likeness. It's just that there's some of the details like that that I think throws it off a bit. Now, from the neck down, I completely agree that this is this is Hot Toys quality stuff here. Those that outfit, the feel of that material, yeah. it's so thin yet so high quality. Um, the weathering, I was extremely impressed by the weathering on this mm-hmm. material. They did a really nice job, and the accessories were all really high quality as well. Even though they're metal, they're not as heavy as some of the metal accessories, which can be a real downer. You know, if you can't hold the sword up, it's kind of a kind of a moot point. But here, he can he can wield the weapons. They look good. Um, I, I I think it's a really nice figure. Really, really well done. Now, you're right. There are some other frustrations, too. Not just the hair, some of the buckles, getting some of the the outfit to lay just right and look just perfect. It was a little... There was a few things like the quiver and stuff that were a little annoying. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it was... a it, it, the, the quality of the accessories and the outfit on this figure to me really make the figure. I just thought the whole, the whole, the whole thing is just a, a lovely, a lovely, lovely figure. I was really, really, really delighted. And as we know, we that we got with the Asmus have released their one. And Asmus uh, has theirs coming out, right? I haven't actually. I've seen pre-prod stuff, but I haven't seen yeah. uh, actual production. Is some? Is have they started shipping theirs yet? Uh, well, I've just seen some production pics, but I know I don't think they have to actually start shipping theirs yet. I don't think. I don't yeah, because I think I've got one on order, on pre-order, because I wanted to be able to compare the two. Yeah, well, it'd be very oh, curious to compare the two. I'm, I'm, I'm completely thrown off by the monkey ass for a chin. That that really, really bothers me. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, what is he's got this? It's it looks like a monkey ass for a chin. <laughs> it does. It's like it's this big pale, butt chin thing. It's weird. I don't, I don't like it at all. Uh, the sculpted hair is good. I dare say, if ACI had kind of gone maybe the sculpted hair route, they probably would have had a m- more approvals. I think the hair really put off some people. Uh, and and I think uh, you know. It's interesting that I think that hair on on male figures is so much harder than on female too. I think it's it's a strange yeah. thing, isn't it? But I mean, isn't it strange? I, but it's it's funny how I, it's, it's, it's sort of like if you look at um, if you look at the the Black Widows. Yeah. yeah. You know the hair there looks fantastic, but but as soon as you start getting that on a male figure, I think that there's still something, and I don't know if it's if it's a Ken doll thing. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Because because you know there's a whole group of people out there that as soon as even when they see Black Widow, oh it looks like Barbie. Yeah, yeah well, you and, know, and it's, it's automatically it's got it's got fake hair. It's got you know, it's it's not sculpted hair. It's it's therefore a Barbie, which yeah. isn't true. I mean, you look at Black Widow. That's not it's nothing like what a Barbie looks like no. in terms of of rooted hair. Um, and I wonder if some of that's the same with the male figures that we're not quite used to seeing male figures with hair with rooted hair yet, mm. and we tend to think of that as being more of a toyish thing still. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, so that might be part of it as well. But also, it took Hot Toys, you know, a few attempts to kind of get it right themselves. And you think back mm-hmm. to when they did that first one from um, Spirit, and they did Scarlett Johansson as um, I can't even remember what the name of the character was, but the hair on that was decidedly more doll-like. You know, they'd made a good crack at it, but... And then, um, I think the first time they really got it right was with Baby Doll. I think that was when they really yeah, kind of, Yeah, Baby like, Doll was good. They, they worked yeah, with they Baby Doll. Yeah, they kind of cracked it then. Um, and I think the first Black Widow was dodgy. You know, you, you needed a bit of product. You needed to fuss mm-hmm. with that a lot more than the second two. Um, well, so, if you yeah, just compare the three Black Widows, you can tell the progression. Oh, yeah. hugely, hugely. I think they are one of the kind of, like, one of the perfect kind of catalysts for she- seeing just exactly how much they've improved over a very short period. Because uh, they really do kind of stand out as to uh, as those jumps in quality of the paintwork and also how they cope with the hair. Yeah, well, 
the, 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 we are, right in front of me, I have another ACI figure with male hair. This is the second figure I have. This is the only say, like, we say of male, uh, real hair on male figures, but Aragorn is the first male figure I've ever gotten with real hair. Do, do any of you guys have male figures with real hair? Do you know, I'm just trying to think. But we don't. I'm trying to think of any others. We don't. Aragorn is the first, I think. Yeah, I think the only thing we ever had before that was the fuzz heads of the 70s, the Joes oh, that yeah. had, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. had flocked but hair. In, in front of me here, I have the ACI Thracian General, and he has uh, a, a real hair, but they've done a, they've actually seemed to gone to town on this one, and they've, like, I, 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 it looks like they've made this one after Aragorn, but they've actually put product in the hair of this one. Yeah. And and you know it's it kind of a, it's a swept back look. It's all flattened down and it's kind of curls out underneath the helmet. You take it off, it he 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 looks like Apex Twin for some odd reason. Apex <laughs> Twin. But if everyone was the Apex Twin music video where they got a big long limousine and these dudes pull up in the limousine in the car, it's it's he looks like one of those dudes with he got the helmet off a little bit because he's it just looks a little odd. But the face sculpt is very good. Uh, but under the hair, yeah, it's 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 it, they've put product on this hair. So I'm wondering why they put product on the, the Thracian general and didn't put it on Aragorn, where it kind of was a bit more fitting to style Aragorn's hair. Um, mm -hmm. But. While, while while we're on the Thracian, I'll just give him a give him, give quick give him a quick review. This this is a great figure. Uh, so this is kind of the Thracian general. He's a bit based on Spartacus, uh, the TV show from Stars, uh, on like the first few episodes before he gets captured by the Romans. So this is kind of the look you're kind of getting there, and it's a superb figure. I really like this figure. I mean, you put the helmet on him. I mean. You put the helmet on him and it's great because the hair kind of comes off from underneath the helmet and it has that very realistic feel. He's also got an amazing screaming expression. His tongue is like going, wow. It's really expressive. So it's a really expressive figure. You take the helmet off and he does look like Apex Twin. So that will bother you. And it bothered me anyway. But he put that helmet on and it's great. And th th he's a fine figure. The materials again are AC are using are up, up, up another notch. Uh, he's got leather, little, little leather codpiece. His cape is excellently done. Like there's weathering and it's worn down and it's grinded down cape. It's it's a stunning, stunning figure. If you like your Spartans and your kind of Thracians and kind of Greeky kind of cool stuff like that, even though this is a you know it's kind of more Roman in Roman times, I cannot recommend this figure enough. He is the best out of that kind of that kind of grouping. He's he's of the kind of historical figure so far. I think he's the best. I've gotten quite a few of the the ACI ones now from you know from sending me comps and whatnot. But uh, and, and it's it's nice being able to compare all these historical figures. But this is the finest historical figure so far, in my opinion. This Thracian general is great. The shield is awesome. He's bold. He's like he just looks great. Uh, the weapons are in steel. The sword is beautiful. He comes with a spear. Do not put that spear on display. Because you move that spear wrong, you are losing an eyeball. Because it's a steel pole with a steel point, and seriously, man, that figure falls. You could impale the cat, and it's just you. Don't, you don't want to be impaling the cat with an action figure. That's just that's just kind of wrong. And it's it's just well, that's for when your toys come to life and attack you. Exactly. This will give them something to actually do some damage. Oh, flipping goddamn impale me in the middle of the night. Um, he's a great figure, and what's lovely about this Thracian general is what the ACI have stopped with this. Like this figure is like cool straight out the box. There's no assembly required with this guy. Put his helmet on. He's ready to go. You know the way with if anyone got the the Roman legionary, you had to put those sandals on, and how much fun that was. Not well. This one has the sandals already on him, and it 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 looks. It's a great figure. I cannot recommend the Thracian General. He's a lovely, lovely, lovely figure. And I'm very excited about ACI. I'm excited to be working with ACI, of course. I'm going to pimp them now. Oh, now I'm really excited to be working with them. I do think 
they're really climbing the ranks and they have some ex exciting new product on the way I'll tell you that now um, but I, I, I really like this one this also this one also has got a slightly new body as well there's no ab crunch anymore and I think it's better for it because the swivel on the actual um, hips is good enough as it is or just below the belly button is good enough as it is I the ab crunch was a bit unnecessary on the ACI bodies and for those of you you kind of found it kind of got a bit floppy as well the ab crunch and it didn't kind of sit on the lower abs as well as it would like to so I think this is a vast improvement it's got new biceps new arms it's it, it all in all looks like a whole new body here and I really 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 like it really like it so I hope you guys will be getting one of these will you guys be getting any of these ACI historical figures uh, no plans to at the moment I've got a few uh, historical figures but I don't tend to kind of re-specialize in those guys mm, okay. I have a lot of historical figures but I haven't been picking them up in the last two three years well I, I, I strongly strongly recommend at least oh. one of the, the trades in general and what, what's the packaging I've just done for them now oh yes the Crusader They've got a Crusader coming out for now. I've just done the packaging for that one. So it's a Knights Templar Crusader. And they got three versions of that coming out. It's like a black, a white one, and a kind of a kind of a slightly kind of sandy brown one. And they're 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 very nice too. As as offensive as those crusaders were, they're still cool looking. You know, they're still very cool looking. Historically offensive anyway. If you can know you're hearing what they did and things. And at least that's my opinion. Alright. There you go. That's Thrace in general. So, we should probably get on to and of course, uh, let's not for AC I also released the, the ring race as well. I also have the ring race. It's a great ring race. If you're on the fence about which ring race to get, the Asmus or the ACI one, get the ACI one. It's awesome. The armor is brilliant. The hood is great. The weathering on the thingy is brilliant. Minimal futzing involved with the ring race. It depends. I got a couple of samples, and I did compare the hoods. The hoods do vary on figure to figure. You know, the hoods do slightly vary because, obviously, it's hand cut and whatnot, but... You know, you can get you can get the ring wraith looking boss, and he comes with the lovely, w lovely weapons and stuff like that as well. And his just the weight weightiness to them is very good. Lovely, lovely, lovely figure. So I'm, again, uh, a Lord of Rings ACI figure. I'm so sorry they lost the license, because <laughs> we're now going to go on to Asmus's figure, which is going to be the uh, we're gonna what's her name, Erwin. So let's give a let, it, let us give a quick review of A1, A1. and then we're going to then we're going to slip into Ned Stark, uh, Sirius Black. So uh, A1, quick review of A1. She sucks. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> she's a, she's a disappointment. So the the rooted hair here isn't her biggest problem. I mean, it's not the greatest in the world. It's certainly not Black Widow Hot Toys quality, uh, but it's not Barbie doll quality either. It's a step up from that. But it is extremely uh, waxen, uh, you know, in terms of a blonde color. It is very, very blonde. Something that I don't ever remember the character being in the yeah, in the movie whatsoever. Um, so that kind of throws you off. Uh, the head sculpt is okay. You know, it's it's okay it's reasonable i wouldn't um i i, I can recognize her but it is more doll like than yeah. what we expect in six scale these days mm -hmm. uh, from the neck down we've got an outfit that is not the same quality that we just you know like what we just talked about with aragorn uh the material feels kind of cheap um it, the, the accessories are not as high a quality. Uh, overall, it's just not the kind of figure we expect, especially at these kind of price points. I mean, they're you know they're Asmus is starting to charge a fairly good chunk of change for these figures, and they are not at the same quality of like an ACI at this point. Mm, that's a lot of hair she has, man. She didn't have a that. Yeah, she actually had a lot in the movie though too. It was long. I remember it if was, you see in the, it was kind of long, yeah. It was quite long in the movie. It's just when it's up under, and and I do like her better in the helmet. You put the helmet on and cover that hair and have you know face great. up. Uh, yeah, I I, I love and the she character. She can look a lot better. 
the so, problem is, is that in hand, you start to realize that the quality of the materials, you know, it looks okay in a photo, but the quality of the materials is not there the way it is, you know, with like ACI. Yeah. Well, you get that nice broken shield, though, with her. You, know, you, you know, do get the broken shield, which is kind of made from a sort of a rubbery plastic. Um, oh, really? It does look... a hard plastic. Uh, well, it's, it is hard, but what I noticed is that because it's a softer plastic, it tends to be uh, bowing a bit. One of them tends to be, you know, a little bowed. Uh, it doesn't quite fit. To, the two halves don't quite fit together perfectly. I always loved Erwin's sword, too. Her sword, I remember yeah. like when they did all those Lord of the Rings, like replica swords and stuff like that. And I was either going to king, get King Theoden's one. Or air ones. I just love the horse motif. It's just really nice and Celtic, and of course, I would love that kind of thing. And I think, design-wise, I think I think she's a lovely, lovely-looking design-wise figure from a distance. Probably, if you had the helmet on her and you had her in the in the, in the cabinet with the other order Lord of the Rings figures, she might look kind of cool to kind of bolster your collection a little bit. But it's just like even your pictures here, Mike. I just I'm I'm just not feeling this at all. I'm just it's just. She just yeah, looks, she's just not at the same level. No, she's not. And I'm um, you know, uh, well, I mean. You, what other Asmus figures have you gotten before? I don't have any Asmus figures. What, have you gotten any? Well, the Ring Wraith in the picture there is an Asmus uh, Ring Wraith, and oh, uh, yeah. then you've got uh, the um, the orcs, right? You've got the um, oh, that's right, the whatever his name, Azog, Azog or whatever his name was. Yeah, there's two of them. They did. Yeah, right. Okay. And, and you you quite like which the were Azog, good. I mean, the one had kind of red pajamas on, but they were. I mean, they're decent, but they're not great. And then there was the horse, which I was disappointed in. So overall, I've not been. Hugely happy with the Asmus work isn't on the Lord funny, of the Rings. Isn't that odd then that the kind of, well, frankly, the better company just didn't get to keep the license and Asmus obviously they worked in a better deal or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm not sure we what could, happened. We, we can only speculate. I mean, obviously, I, I can't really ask ICR myself on that one. They were just really, they were just heartbroken, I can tell you that now. They were heartbroken because we were getting to work in Gimli and Legolas. Literally, I was going to be starting on Legolas. And it's just like, oh, and they had the, they had a lovely head sculpt and all for Legolas, and it was like, oh, it was looking really now, good. Now, I will say, have you seen the photos of Asmus um, uh, Saruman? No. Or Saruman, oh, yeah, rather? Saruman. That doesn't look too bad. No, it doesn't. And the, again, we got the rooted hair on Saruman that actually looks pretty good. Maybe it'll work on him. You know, I mean, the beard's sculpted, the hair's rooted, but it's... It's super long and super straight, so they don't have this problem with trying to be, you know, needing needing it to be kind of. Um, I think part of the problem with Aragorn is that the hair needs to be kind of messed up to look right. It does. It really does. You know, you've got he 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 has messy hair. So with with uh, the next release, it's going to be nice and long and straight and not require a whole lot of uh, futzing to get that look. Well. To be watched, to be noted, we'll we'll have a little. Uh, we'll when you, it'll be very interesting when you get the Aragorn. They will do a proper compare and contrast. And so yeah, we'll compare we'll, the two. We'll pull no punches on those ones. Okay, let's get on to uh, let's. Oh, but some Ned Stark. Eight three eight. Is it three zero? Who's what? what watch. Um, I get very confused. Three zero. Three zero. Yep. Uh, this is the and uh, this is Game Ned Stark. This is uh, Game of Thrones. Yep, this one came out about a month ago. This is their second release after Tyrion. Um, there was a lot of concern about this figure early on with the head sculpts. People thought the portrait was terrible in the early pre-production photos. One of the things I like about 3.0 is that they do pay a lot of attention and they do tweak things a lot. You know, their Jon Snow, uh, which will be the third in this release, is just went up for pre-order um, a month ago, maybe. Yeah, I'm totally getting and, that figure. And shortly after that went up for pre-order, the, the, the exclusive is um, the... Um, the, the wolf, the dire wolf, which is dire wolf ghost. 
is his dire wolf and that was the the exclusive well people right away were saying you know that, that he's way too small the wolf it looks like regular wolf size it doesn't look like ghost size yeah, and that's what cute. um you know three zero jumped in eyes of the wolf uh, they said yeah we realize you're right you know and i think they did that with the ned stark head sculpt as well they tweaked it quite a bit and um, they were able to do a, a lot of nice uh, tweaking to really get this to a much better place. The the head sculpt really does look, I think, a lot like Ned sculpt or Ned Stark. Now, I will admit the hair sculpt is a little soft. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the same quality we've seen in terms of the hair with, I think, like Hot Toys. Um, it could use a little more work there. That's the one area well, that I think. Paint or sculpt? You, know, you mean paint? Paint or sculpt? The the sculpt on the hair. I think it's a the little sculpt. soft. I think it's a little. Right. It could be a little finer detailing in the stranding. And uh, but otherwise, I think the the head sculpt is really really well done. And again, like we were just talking about with Aragorn and ACI, the outfit and the accessories are fantastic. The quality of the material, the quality of the swords, the the weathering. Again, the weathering on this yeah, figure is just outstanding and amazing. Yeah, um, it's just a great looking. Uh, outfit, and it, it the the outfit is easy to work with. Taking the cape on and off is easy to do. There's no problems there. Um, the 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 whole figure just really is outstanding. So it's it's really good news too because three zeros doing this stuff at a really low price point. They are compared to everybody like the, else, right? We're yeah. still sub two hundred bucks, um, and they're doing quality that is well above that that expectation. Well. I, I I opted out in this one. I'm totally all over Jon Snow just because Jon Snow's a badass in the most recent episodes, and I'm like all over that. So I'm totally gonna well, although that finale kind of mm, well, we'll see. But uh, I I'm all over Jon Snow, and I I'm very excited uh, to that three zero are, are delving into like TV licenses and things like that. I think it's a very exciting time there. See where things are gonna go. I mean after after. Uh, I mean, the, the the face sculpt you can see on Ned Stark <clears throat> is an improvement over the original prototype pics that we did see. I mean, it it had some resemblance to to the actor and 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 Ned Stark himself. But some of the photographs you have here on your, on your website here, Mike, you you can you really get that kind of Ned Stark feel from him. And it looks like those ankles are pretty poseable in those kinds of boots. Yeah, the boots are quite soft um, uh, at right. the ankle. They look nice. Is a, it's a big plus. Now they're, uh, you know, they are a hard. They are a plastic boot, but I think the sculpt and paint are fantastic on them. Yeah, there's no reason to make them leather if you can make the plastic look that way, and I can get the figure for less than two hundred bucks. Exactly. I'm, I'm happy if it looks good. I don't kind of don't care what the materials are kind of made of. If it looks good. Well, I'm, and sometimes I'm, 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 they try to use a real material to match, and it doesn't look good. No. Right. No, it looks out of scale. Or, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would prefer it to look good than to be. The exact same material in real life. They must have crazy sewing machines because that the little pattern, the kind of undergarment that he wears, that kind of padded undergarment that he wears. My God! Yeah, that sort of quilted look. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty impressive. What's the fur on the shoulders like? The which one? The fur on the shoulders that, that he's got. Oh, the fur. Yeah, it's like a fake fur. You know, it, it's a, obviously a wolf. I mean, it, what else would you expect it to be? You know, that is yep. the house cycle. Cool. So, well, that's Ned Stark. So, you like? Would you recommend Ned Stark then? Absolutely. How are you liking the look of Ned there, Jeff? Do you like him? I think he looks really cool. I mean, as I say, funny enough, I'm, I'm one of the few people on the planet that hasn't been following the series. Um, I have got a couple of box sets that I need to catch up on, and I think I will sort of like delve back into it. But just looking at the figures, I think they do look really nice. As you say, the head sculpts are not quite that last kind of like you know 
uh, leap to kind of like hot toy standard, but they're but they are bloody good, uh, and the outfitting and everything is, uh, is 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 very high quality. So, yeah, if I was in the market, I think this is definitely what I'd be uh, I'd be on for. I'm all over I'm all over the Johnson thing, and I just think it's really exciting that three zero are able to get these figures for less than two hundred bucks. This, yeah. this is brilliant. It, so it, it can be done. And I'll tell you, if 3-0 continue along this line, I think they could really, really, really start doing some damage in the market. Because yeah. I, think, I think people do have a price cut-off point. It is very yeah. hard to justify going over the 200 bar mark for a toy. It's just very hard. And if you do want to get, like, your one-off collectible kind of thing, it, it is a bit of like, oh, you, 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 a guilty conscience sits in. So if a 3 yeah. can kind of keep, keep their figures at this kind of price point, they're onto a winner. And look at the quality of them. How is it that yeah. 3A are able to get this quality in a figure like this, and yet Asmus are not? But it's funny, it's like, yeah. I mean, obviously, the thing here is they are paying for a license, you know, so that really has to be taken into account. It's a big thing. But when you look at, I mean, you're thinking back to when those art toy figures came out, you know, and I'm specifically thinking about the, the uh, what was it, Heavy Armoured Cop, as we were meant to call them. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, there's no license there, so it's, it's, it's kind of apples and oranges. You shouldn't really go there. But the, the quality of that and the price of that was incredible. You know, you were paying, it was, it was only just over 100 bucks, wasn't it? it was yeah, 120, it was crazy like that. cheap, man. And he was amazing. So it was kind of like, you know, it's uh, obviously the license and paying, the, paying all the all your dues, which I highly recommend and I think is the way to go, is, is, is right. But it just goes to show you that the quality of these things, you know, when uh, uh, just can be up there with the right people. I mean, I, oh, yeah, and now we're going to look at the Star Ace Sirius Black, right? And Star Ace yeah. is doing the same thing. They're really producing a great set of toys at a price that's way... Um, below what we're starting to become, you yeah. know, to think of as the the norm, um, yeah. and they're doing it at a quality that is is really outstanding. It is. So I think companies like ACI, Three Zero, um, Star Ace, they're they're going to have an effect on the market over this next yeah. year, especially because Hot Toys is going to be so focused on Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, they really will. They really will. So we're on to Star Ace. Yay! <coughs> Star Ace toys again. Another of my clients. I've just started working with Star Ace toys myself on, on on some packaging. So look for me on some Steve McQueen's, yo. I don't know if you yeah. guys will ever get that Steve McQueen figure. I'd like it. I have to. Well, I already have the one. first one, so I probably won't get the next one. But right. Well, this this one's like. But this is super deluxe, Mike. It's it's got, comes with his whole German outfit and everything. He can change outfits. Mm -hmm. So he comes with his regular base, and he comes with his baseball and mitt as well. And did the first one come with his baseball and mitt? It did? Okay, cool. Well, there you go. Star Ace Toys, very excited to be working on them. So let's, let's review uh, the Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Sirius Black, or Gary Oldman, as we, as we like to know him as. So, mm. take it away then, Mike. Yeah. Is how, how, how is Gary Oldman? He's a, uh, uh, again, uh, Star Ace is doing this in an under $200 range. They're doing a really nice job. The costume is uh, extremely high quality. Uh, the accessories are great. One of the problems that I had with Voldemort uh, was, you know, he comes with the, his wand, of course, and then also that sort of blue crackly flame to come off the end of his, his wand. Mm -hmm. With Voldemort, the wand was so thin that uh, you were really looking at potential wilt problems, you know, that... Right. that if you try to display him over time, uh, the advantage to Sirius here is he has a much thicker wand, and a it seems like they've lightened up the uh, the the lightning bolt as well, so it fits on really well, and it you can easily pose him with it for a longer period of time without fear of damage, um, and it looks great. The head sculpt uh, is clearly Gary Oldman. It's uh, again not quite. Not quite at that hot ties quality yet in terms of the skin, but it's very very close. I think. Yeah, we're starting to split hairs 
literally. Yeah. Uh, when we look at these sculpts now and compare them in terms of the detailing and the skin tone and the texture, people are catching up to hot toys. They are. Uh, including on the paint, which is not going to, you know, at some point it's no longer going to be that competitive advantage that they have had for quite some time over these other companies. Um, I will say that the Star Ace body, the neck bugs me. Um, you can't. I noticed this with Steve McQueen. I didn't have nearly as much trouble with the Voldemort. But here I couldn't tip his head back as far as I wanted to. It seems to be uh, restricted somewhat by the shape of the torso and where the way the neck post inserts into the torso. Right. So that's a minor nit. Um, but otherwise, this is, you know, the next one they've got that they've, they've shown is Moody. Um, and he looks fantastic uh, oh, really? you know, with the mechanical leg, with the mechanical... Um, I he just looks great. The Brendan Gleeson character. I don't know Harry yeah, Potter. So that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's the guy. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if is he going to have a movable eye? I think they give him a little. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, eye rolls cool. around. He has cool. the 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 fake, you know, the the, the sort of mechanical looking leg under the pants. Yeah. yeah. I I I like the look of this figure. I think the quality looks really good. I mean, look at the belt buckle. And his little chain and his watch and stuff like that. Yeah, his, yeah, his they, they they really do have an exceptional level of quality, especially considering the price point. Again, we're seeing companies mm. do stuff um, for for lo beloved licenses. You know, Harry Potter cannot yeah, possibly absolutely. be a cheap license, um, and yet do it at a price point that people are going to be more able to afford. And the the other thing that's been mooted around for years, and I don't know whether it's true or not, you know, it's one of those fanboy things, is that um, supposedly Gary Oldman is very precious about having his uh, likeness used on anything. Um, so, it, you know, it was quite a coup, apparently, for them to even, like, you know, get him on board to allow this to happen. So, uh, he must have liked it. Yeah, he must have liked it. And I think, I think, obviously, I think anybody, any of the actors that have been involved with Harry Potter series now are kind of like, you know, it's become such a kind of uh, a beloved thing, as you were saying, Mike, that it's kind of like, it, it, I think when people get kind of touchy about being uh, associated with guns and weapons and all that kind of stuff, and a lot of actors are a bit precious about that, I think this is one of those places mm -hmm. where he's just like, no, let it go, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice. Well, you know, one of the other things I think is interesting about how Staris is handling this line is we just saw, you know, Hot Toys does about a billion different Iron Men, right? And they, they yeah. sometimes do things that are not super different. It's not like they've gone and, and completely re-sculpted the armor or done something right. extreme, and yet you're paying the exact same price for the, the second version. Yeah. Um, one of the things Star Ace is doing is they've got a second Harry and Ron that they've listed now, which are the casual versions. So yeah. it's the same Harry and Ron figure that they released uh, a few months ago, but now they're in the the clothes we saw at the end of the first movie when they yeah. when they when they're battling at the end, and they're not their school uniforms, but rather more casual clothes. Yeah. Um, however, instead of I forget what was Harry and Ron, they were like one fifty or one sixty or something when they were first came out. Instead of charging you the exact same amount for these, these are only a hundred dollars. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. So you're 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 getting the benefit of the fact that they're reusing those head sculpts and those bodies. They're passing that on to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is a big deal to me. I think that that's yeah. a tremendous thing for the company to do. So, so I I have high hopes for Star Race. I, mm. I do. I think they have some real potential. Them and Three Zero are companies that we really should be keeping a close eye on. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. That's, I mean, it's, I, I think I think these these are very quality figures. It looks like a quality figure to me. I'm, I don't have a Starius in hand. I'll obviously get a few comps of the Steve McQueen figure, so I'll be very curious, very curious to see about that one. Yeah. Quality light, but I mean, uh, to me, this is fine quality. The, I, the, the star, that Starius quality is a, it's a fine quality. Yeah, maybe not quite hot toys, but you are like you said, it, 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 it's it's much of a muchness if you're kind of getting thingy. I mean, yeah, I mean. 
you do look at some of the, the, the way Hot Toys did every time a new figure comes out from Hot Toys it's just a little bit one up again even the new Thor head sculpt is, is it's nice but it's like it's, it's, it's more refined again than the last one it's just the techniques are getting a bit better but as they're getting better these other secondary companies are getting better and you know I, I think it's, 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 it's exciting times we keep saying that's exciting times so there you go that's uh, the review of Sirius Black there from Harry Potter okay now we're going to give an honourable mention to a statue because it's our friend Trevor Grove who uh, helped sculpt this. I believe it was uh, both Trevor Grove and Tweeterhead uh, who've, uh, who, who has been working on this. So I would, it, but I would imagine it's Trevor's uh, face sculpt, uh, particularly on this. Trevor's particularly I'm pretty sure Trevor did the whole thing. Trevor did the whole thing. Oh, I right, so think so. I think he talked about this when we had that interview with him right, back okay, in well, a few we months just, ago. Go back three I episodes, think. kids. I think it's on episode 19, I believe, is our uh, interview with Trevor Grove. Uh, uh, yes, 19. Episode 19. So go back to episode 19. We've got an interview with Trevor Grove, who is a badass sculptor. I, I would argue one of the finest on the planet, to be honest. He's very good. And uh, this Catwoman figure looks, our statue looks great. And this is the yeah, sixth. Now, these are sixth scale. Right. So if you're a 1966 Batman fan and disappointed that Hot Toys didn't give you anything <laughs> other than Batman and Robin, yep. this is your your next best bet. You're going to be paying close to the same amount of money. The statues are about 250 I think, uh, at initial retail. Yep. Um, but they are beautiful. The, the Catwoman is the only one that's that's I have in hand so far. Batman, the Adam West Batman, just started to ship, and Robin should be any day. Yep. Uh, and they just announced uh, the Batgirl, the Yvonne Craig uh, Batgirl, um, and put her up for pre-order a few oh, days yes, ago. Yes, she looks now, amazing. Now, one of the nice things they do with these, oh, and she's gorgeous. Oh, just dude, a, a it, Yvonne statue. Craig, I just fell in love with her like literally like six months ago when I saw her in that search Trek so I was like, who is she? She was amazingly hot. <laughs> yeah, just and the statue is just a, it's just a, a well-designed dynamic pose. It's just really great. Yeah. And and the. Uh, one of the cool things they're doing with these is for the 250, you get one of the regular releases. Now they're not they're not um, uh, super limited, but they are relatively limited, a thousand, twelve hundred, something like that. I think somewhere in those numbers. Uh, but they do a, a 300 limited edition that um, includes a signed certificate of authenticity. So it's signed by, for example, Avon Craig or oh, wow. uh, Adam West. That's really nice. And that's only an extra, it's like 280 It's an extra 30 bucks, something like that, to get the signed version. And they did a cool thing with the Batman and Robin where if you ordered both of those, they made sure your edition number matched between oh, the two. Oh, nice. They were producing Monster. them relatively close to each other. That's care and attention. Um, so, yeah, Tweeterhead is, they, I've talked to them about this. Um, they have a lot of plans for this line. They, they really want to go pretty deep. You know, obviously Joker, Penguin, Riddler are obvious yeah. additions, but they want to get a lot deeper than that to the egghead and you know characters that 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 king other tut. companies have really touched king tut i remember king tut yeah like a king tut for example those yeah. those b and c listers and so tweeterhead is hoping you know if they can keep this rolling uh to be able to get that d yeah, it, good, good. I mean, it, it, we obviously don't review normally statues on this thing, but occasionally, if, there's, if it's really exceptional and someone that we know has worked on it, we give it a shout. And, and it's a lovely looking statue. It's a great likeness of Julie Newmar too, the, uh, the Catwoman as well. And I think, would you, would you, could, could you, in theory, place her behind your Batman and Robin Hot Toys figures? Well, there's a photo in my review of Batman with her. She's a little big. Um, but again, it kind of depends on where you put her in, in comparison to those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Because it, you know she was a leggy girl. Um, she does. She, she was. She wasn't short. Nope. Good old Julie Newmar, fine build of a lass she was. Okay then, <laughs> that's that. We're gonna take a commercial break, and we'll be right back in just under two minutes. 
Europe listeners, look no further than space. Space, search for popular action figures and collectibles ends. The best service possible and steady accessibility by email and telephone is one of the top priorities at space. They carry a wide range of collectibles, not only from major brands like Sideshow, Hot Toys, Enterbay, NECA and McFarlane, but they also specialize in the exotic and small new manufacturers. A very important department to them is their 1-6 scale section, which is currently getting bigger and bigger, offering lots of clothes, bodies, head sculpts and accessories. Hot Toys is of course one of their specialities, so you can pre-order all newly announced figures from their web store. They often have Hot Toys figures in stock earlier than any other dealers. They are also the best source in Europe for convention exclusives. Space loves what they do, so you can depend on them for secure packaging, ensuring your items reaches you in mint condition. In stock items get processed normally the same day. Pre-ordering customers will be notified in advance once an item arrives in stock and before it gets shipped. Space is located in Germany and offers clearly arranged shipping flat rates to all European countries. On most destinations you can even get free shipping. For EU customers this of course means that you will not be surprised by any customs visa or import taxes. Space is serving us collectors with the finest items for over 15 years. If you are located anywhere in Europe, do go to space. www.space-figures.com And we're back! So, and of course, San Diego Comic Con is only a few weeks away, so we better like start, you know, well, well, let, let, let's, let, let's, let's discuss what we'd like to see in San Diego Comic Con. What, uh, who's who's going first? Sadly, I'm not going this year. San Diego Comic Con's going to be rubbish because I'm not there. But Mike will be there, so you know he'll be representing. So what? what are you yeah, I'll for? be there. What are you looking forward to, Jeff and Mike? Then, Jeff, what are you, what are you looking forward <clears> to seeing? Well, do you know what? I think something I'm quite excited about seeing is I'm wondering if because obviously we've seen the sequel, you know, episode seven uh, trailer, <laughs> and I know they've been ex- they've shown some of the costumes at various kind of events already. I wonder if we're going to get a couple of tasters of, uh, of episode seven figures. I'm, I'm, I think that that'd might be, be cool. Uh, that'd be cool. Get your one raises. Yeah, I'm thinking we might see some Stormies, and we might even see you know some of the other characters. So. I think I wonder if part of the reason they were working, you know, we got Han and Chewie out, didn't we? You know, and I wonder if we're going to see the old Han and Chewie as well, um, because you know they've worked on it, they've got them ready. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. That, that's one of the things I'm quite excited about. Are we going to get a few little insider looks at some of the character uh, outfits for, uh, for Episode Seven? Well, I think they're going to be hot in the heels of Star Wars. Actually, I mean, Hasbro, yeah. what the Hasbro's this year said, you're coming kind of exclusive. One of their exclusives, I mean, they always rock the exclusives. Hasbro yeah. as the, is, is the, the new Stormtrooper from on, on the Black yeah. series. You know, we don't discuss uh, kind of smaller figures in the Black series, except for the Four Horsemen, who <laughs> will be coming on imminently. By the way, I got I did get a bunch of Gothitropolis's uh, ra- ra- Ravens. They're yeah. amazing. We hope to get them on soon. So, folks, they will come on. It is just a case of timing. They're up to their nuts, obviously, in uh, uh, call it, in trying to get stuff for ready for San Diego Comic-Con, and these guys work very hard, very laborious hours. If they're coming on, they will actually be working on the show while we talk to them. You know, on, <laughs> on another podcast I used to be on, which will remain, will, will remain nameless, uh, I, you know, Eric uh, Treadaway was on there, and he's there chipping away while he's talking to us. So the Four Horsemen, they have confirmed they are coming on. It is just a case of when. So bear with us, they are coming on. And obviously, we'll have hopefully Star Race and ACI coming on in some stage as well. So, uh, listeners, I would actually suggest that you uh, have a little considering and thinking about what kind of questions you'd like us to ask, say, Four Horsemen in particular. Um, Star Race will get, we'll get come on. That might be a bit of a different one because, again, there's obviously language barriers when it comes to these Chinese companies. So ACI and Star Race, uh, start preparing some questions for us. Email them in. 302. Yeah, and 30 as well. 
So we hopefully can, can work to get these people on here at some stages. It's just a timing thing, guys. It's very difficult. We're all very busy, and these companies are even busier, so it's, it's just... They are coming on, it's just a case of when and how. Uh, but if you want to ask questions for any of these companies at all, uh, 3-0, do you think we can get 3-0, Mike? Absolutely. Cody Fultz, yeah, we can get him on here. Okay, we can get Cody on. We get. I, we can definitely field our questions to Star Race. Uh, Paul at Star Race is a nice lad. And we can definitely get, hopefully, talk to Brian Lowe from ACI Toys as well. And, we, so and you should get, uh, we should get PCS in here, too, for the high-end uh, statues, those quarter-scale statues you were talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think we'll wait for a little bit more product from them. We've, I've already discussed to Jerry about that, but we're going to wait till we have a few more, a little bit more product. I think he wants to wait a little bit longer, I think, till he actually has uh, some actual figures, because obviously they've got the Sons of Anarchy figures coming as well. But yep. yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be getting in some crazy cool guests, kids, so, so hold, hold tight in your horses. So, uh, back to San Diego Comic-Con. And well, we're hope so. You were saying that you hopefully we'll see some actual. Uh, maybe we'll see actually some hard copies of uh, Han and Chewie, and actually see the final product of Chewie. That'd be good. Yeah. What, what about you, Mike? Yeah, as soon as we see him, since he's been making the rounds at the Asian uh, shows for the last couple of months. Oh, has he? Cool, cool, cool. I'm, I'm so excited for those, so I can't wait. But what else are we looking forward to seeing at uh, from from Hot Toys then, or, or even any of the one six guys uh, from uh, from Sideshow? Or at, at the um, at San Diego Comic Con. What else are we looking forward to? Do you think? What well, else? you know, other than well, hot toys, I would assume we're going to see, like you said, Star Wars, especially the Stormtrooper, yeah. right? Since we already all seen the design and we already know it's out there, and Hasbro's already doing the toy, you'd think that it, that Hot Toys would show off their version yeah. of that. Um, I don't know how much else we'll get from the new movie. Um, there might still be a bit of an embargo on that stuff. Yeah. It's hard to say. Um, but I do think uh, we might see some more interesting stuff from like Ant Man as well. Yeah. Uh, like maybe a. Um, um, yellow jacket. Since we see him in the in the uh, previews, you'd assume Hot Toys would be all over that—a light-up figure of Yellow Jacket. Um, what else? Aliens. I can think Well, I'd like to see what Mondo News is doing. Remember, they started showing off six-scale figures ah, last season. Yes, the Iron Giant. Yeah, they had the Iron yeah. Giant, and they had the um, Alfred Hitchcock. Remember, they had the Alfred Hitchcock figure that oh, we haven't yeah, seen yeah, produced yeah, yeah. yet. Um, yeah, so I'd like to. I'm going to talk to them about you know what's the holdup, what's the plan there. Uh, three zero and Walking Dead. You know we have not seen Jack from them on that no. license. Well, they're doing a great that job with Game of Thrones. They've like let that license slide, and yet we've seen you know photos of like the, the desk, of you know, of the guy working on it, and and we've seen some stuff in the background that is clearly more uh, a Walking Dead product, but we just haven't seen them show anything off. So. That's another one. I'd like oh. to see something at oh, Comic-Con. We'll see a Rick and a Daryl, I bet you, at San Diego. I would certainly hope so. We'll definitely see a Rick and a Daryl, and a Michonne, at least. I, I mean, they're, they're, they'll be the three ones to get going. Because, you know, we, we've seen the back of Rick's head sculpt, and we've seen stuff on the, you know, when they look, have scatter a bunch of stuff on the table. Yep. And kind of like, oh, what's that, what's that, what's that, and the fanboys. They, they know what they're doing when they do stuff like that, don't they? little put mm -hmm. on, uh, let's just sneak this picture on. People can just go nuts in speculation. So I mean, I'd I'd like to see some colonial marines from uh, from aliens. I would like to see a Hicks or a Hudson. That would be nice. And I would like yeah, at least yeah. a, a, some sort of confirmation date on when the hell we're getting Ripley's. Yeah, I mean, having seen those previews of Ripley, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see when that's actually happening because it seems to just go very quiet again. It's an approval thing, because it always says pending license or approval. Maybe it's just a nightmare trying to get Sigourney to sign off. Sign off and well, it's funny. It's like I said earlier about that whole thing with Gary Oldman and, you know, certain things. I know Sigourney Weaver did get very funny about the whole gun thing. Yeah. Um, you know, she went on record as saying that, but then 
I don't know, you know, perhaps she's relaxed a little bit. So uh, I know that, you know, having uh, obviously been talking about um, going back and, re you know, going back to the Alien franchise, uh, maybe she's reevaluated it and that's why uh, it's all happening. Because I'm there, like, I decided this weekend to, as I got Marty, I got my, all my Hot Toys 80s figures out. I got my Terminator 1, I got my Robocop, I got my Superman, I got my Bisbin Luke, I got them all out, and it was like, where's my Ripley? I need my Ripley. That's <laughs> the only one I'm missing now. I need a Ripley and a Deckard from Blade Runner. That's what I want. Yeah. And I've yeah. got my 80s. I mean, I would like a Lilu Milani from Fifth Element. That yeah. would be sweet. I would like that, too. But if we could just get a Deckard and Ripley, I mean, we've got a seriously yeah. great iconic 80s collection going on there mm. so there you go and we're coming to the end of our show now kids and we're actually going to try and just squeeze in one listener email we do get a few and uh, we, we just try to dip in there from time to time this one actually has already kind of been answered but this is from Jim Morgan and he's recently discovered our podcast he's enjoyed listening to it and we love uh, discussing all things high in collectibles and G.I. Joes and all that he's asking us we have any idea on the production numbers and other figures to try to get a sense of how limited they are all I mean that's, that's a tough question I mean, we, we've yeah. no idea the kind of quantities, and manufacturers do not. I mean, my God, you know, manufacturers do not like to give out quantities, do they? Like that. No. So that's that's. I mean, do, Mike, could you hazard a guess? Yeah, no, we don't. It is really tough with the six scale market <clears throat> right now because they've all been very tight with it over the last five or six years. It got, you know, back in the day companies were a little looser with production numbers and you also got a little more of that limited edition thing right you would actually get numbers at least in terms of of a company like sideshow and occasionally they would do a limited edition and you know how many they were producing yeah. uh, but nowadays yeah they're just if you think about it though i mean i would have a hard time believing that that hot toys is producing most of these figures in the beyond 10 or 15,000 range. Mm. Um, if they were, they should all be driving Maseratis. If you think about the, the margins <laughs> they must be making on an individual figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is. Doggy! It's not mine. <laughs> is, that your, is that your one, Mike? No, that was mine. Decided uh. to bark at the moon here. Um, so, yeah, the, the you know, the. Um, They've been really tight on that for the last few years, but it, it they just can't be making that many. I mean, you know, some people think in terms of, oh my God, they must be making tens of thousands, but you know, stuff yeah. you buy at a mass market store, they don't make tens of thousands of anymore. No. Um, you know, like like there are lines that you'll go and buy at uh, at Walmart, and they're they're not making tens of thousands of them. Um, so the the idea that they're making tens of thousands of a three hundred dollar figure is is. Uh, Probably not accurate. So what are we guessing then? What between ten and fifteen thousand? That kind of a way. I would think that that, that would oh, be really high. That's that an educated be guess. Yeah, I, I think I think some of them you could be down the kind of three thousands. Yeah, um, I think so. Know, possibly like less. Marty, I'd be surprised if he's more than three or four thousand. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, Jim also goes on to ask us. He wonders how long it would take to to produce a figure from start to finish. You know, just how 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 long? I mean, I don't know if we actually asked um, Brad Bridges from Sideshow Collectibles that actually. Uh, for anyone I think it depends on the company too. Yeah, yeah. And, and it depends on the approval. I mean, here we are. We just discussed, you know, Ripley, and we've seen Ripley at San Diego Comic Con last year, looking great. And you'd think that would be out by now, but it it isn't. So, who knows? But I guess maybe just from an actual making point of view. And obviously, he's, Jim is also asking as well about you know what, what parts are automated. I mean, how how much of the figure is an automated manufacturing yeah. process, and how much of it is handmade. I mean, I would imagine the vast majority of these things. I would say like bodies, machine, all bodies. Yeah, the, the entire body's machine made. Yeah. But I would say the head probably goes through about 
10 different painters with very specific instructions on where they are in the role. Apply base mm -hmm. color, you're onto the next shade, you're onto the eye color, yeah. you're onto the yeah. other coat of the hair, you're onto this, you're onto that, and it's just boom, 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 boom. I would I'm imagine, still, I'm yeah, still all the costuming, while it's all machine made, all that assembly is done by hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And some of the painting, I mean, we've seen those kind of like little metal rigs they kind of make up for, for painting eyes and stuff that kind of fit directly over the sculpt. And I'm sure that, you know, a lot of that is used, but as you say, I mean, it's, it's, it's mostly a kind of a, a by hand process, even though it's slightly mechanized, it's still very much hands on. Yeah, I mean, if you guys see the actual manufacturing process in, in, involved, it's pretty nuts. Uh, my friends over yeah. at. Um, at Boss Fight Studios, they make kind of smaller three and a half inch figures. They're really nice guys at Boss Fight. Uh, they, uh, they they had a little video of this, just a process. If you're just making a small figure, just to make like a full-bodied, small little three and a half inch figure, it's this massive machine, the size of a flipping refrigerator. It's huge device with metal things and every. Oh, it's it's yeah. it's a pretty heavy process when you actually think of it. So you know that's uh, I mean, let's, let's see what else uh, Jim has got to say to us. Yeah, there we go. Lastly, it would be interesting to hear your guys' advice on new collectors just starting in the hobby. What figures to buy? How to decide what to buy? How to display and where to buy? I think I would tell them to come up with a budget for what they can spend over the course of the yeah. year. Well, he's kind of answering your questions. Therefore, I think if you are new to this hobby, you you you. you uh, my opinion is, if I was ever to strip back, it would be yeah. one iconic figure for your favorite property you just like for the ter if, you, if you're a terminator fan you might want to get the dx terminator 2 with the pole and the smashed up face and that's kind of all you need for yeah. to represent the terminator if you wanted that if you prefer the original terminator go for it. you've got choices there and it, i think the same would go for a lot of other things you know it pick, yeah. pick your franchises if you go go to pick your pick either you like your 80s franchises or you only want sci-fi you only want fancy whatever it is make sure that it is restrict yourself to, to that and yeah. I find that's the best way to do it because I've had to restrict myself I'm only doing one sixth and Masters of Universe classics with the exceptional uh, dipping into the four horsemen because that stuff is just off the chain and, and I've, I mean I love the Star Wars Black Series I haven't gone near them you know, I really love Sideshow Collectibles Raynor, and I'm like, I, 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 I shouldn't get it. I, he doesn't fall into anything that I have. I don't even know the game name, the game Star <laughs> You know, so that that would be my advice. What would be your advice, guys, on, on starting out new collecting? Well, I, I, from my perspective, I just think it's it's very simple. It's buy it because you love it and you want it, and it's kind of like you know that's that's that should be your main criteria. And don't buy it as an investment because, as uh, Michael has, Michael has said many times on his on his uh, you know on his website. So stocks and shares is the way to go. Learn how to do that. Just buy it because you love it. Buy it because you want to display it. Buy it because you want it in your house, and and that's it really. And it's I think you know if, if you are if you are going to kind of like pick some up and you are playing and thinking of well I really want to collect these because I think they're going to be coming worth something. It's a very dodgy game, you know. Yeah, as we were that's... saying about the numbered, mm -hmm. some of the numbers these things are made in. Like for example, Tonto that we were talking about. You know that film kind of tanked, and uh, I think everybody would have actually liked a Lone Ranger to come down out stand with him, but that's almost certainly never going to happen. So. How many of those did they make? 2,000, 2,500? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, and it's like they have the, what's the Tomorrowland license. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You got the Tomorrowland license? And that movie, like, no one really annoyed me. The way that Tomorrowland completely tanked. No one said anything. John Carter really tanks. Everyone's like, ha it tanked. He's like, I, yeah. hate, I hate that kind of, like, John, oh. <laughs> Everyone knows I love John Carter. But yeah, what are, what are Hot Toys doing with the Land of Tomorrowland license? I mean, what? I, I, I don't know. I mean, movie, so I can't imagine. 
No, same here. But it's it's like also with like you know the Spider-Man Two film, and they've done Electro, you know, which has come out now as well. Um, and it was a film that didn't do as well as everybody expected. Now, obviously, we know that they're going to be reimagining Spider-Man all over again, and kind of like inserting it better into the into the Marvel universe. And it's kind of like figures like that. I can't imagine that was made in huge numbers. So um, it's one of those things that you know further down the line could be worth a lot of money, or it could be worth absolute jack nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just down to like you know how these things kind of uh, become cult afterwards, or, or whether they become desirable. But it's 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 a it's a mugs game if you're doing it for investment. Yeah, yeah. buy what you like, like Jeff said. Yeah. That's, buy what you that's like. really key. And open it up. Um, <laughs> nothing drives me crazier. You know, we've gotten to this point where there's no reason why you can't open that package up, except for there are anal retentive people out there who think, oh, my God, the piece of tape was cut. It's no longer worth yeah. anything. That, that's not true. The box, there's no reason to damage the box. It's not like a, a figure you buy at Walmart and you have to tear the package apart to get to it. You can pop that bad boy back in that box anytime you want to if you have to store it or put it away or if for some reason you have to sell it. So get it out and enjoy it. You know, these figures, the, the reason you're buying figures and not statues is because they're the, these these figures are are at their heart a toy, and yeah. you really need to enjoy them. You need to get them out, pose them, repose them, find a way to display them. Next week you look at your display and you think, you know, it would really look great if I moved them around this way. That's when you're really going to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Beautiful words, Mike. Beautiful words. That's exactly what I would recommend. In, 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 enjoy your figures. I don't like. In fairness, the companies are getting quite good though at making boxes that you can resealable. But I mean, even like that. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, even yeah. like uh, what was I? What was uh, even like the, the the Star Wars Black series? You yeah, were talking yeah, about, yeah. Right? friendly, you, man. You cut a piece of tape. You pop it out. You you got your figure. You don't have to damage anything. You can. Always, I keep them in the box right now because I don't have any place to put them. So I take them out. I review them. I pop them back in the box. It looks the same way. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are exceptions to that rule. I mean, on a, a, a totally different note, I got the Master Universe giant figures, and mm -hmm. those things are on a card back, which is just like the vintage card back, and they were so, you know, Star Wars did the giant figures, and you could easily take those figures out. Right. You know, the, the Master Universe ones, they do the giant figures with twist waist action and everything, so go get them. They're bloody brilliant. But I didn't open them because they look absolutely banging in the box. They look amazing because they're giant Master Universe figures with a big red blister and the big blue on the mm -hmm. top. That's, I've kept those in bust because just they look great in the box, and I would have loved for them to be resealable. But sadly, they're not. Yeah. They're the only things I've kept in the box. I open everything. I, yeah, I never bought any of the oversized, uh, you know, the original Star Wars 12-inch figures, the kind of ones, and then they did the big versions. And I kind of really wished that. Yeah, I really wished I kind of got Han and Chewie, but I would have never opened them. I would have just hung them on the wall. I right have Han and Chewie. I yeah, got those. Yeah. They're yeah. great. So what, they're really fun. I, did you open them? No. No, no. You see, I wouldn't. I have to admit, it's one of those few things where I, I would actually just hang it as a piece of art. That yeah, would be, but, the, yeah, uh, but yeah. That, that is kind of what they were, really. They're yeah. not really. They're, they are more like purely display items. Well, yeah. we are coming to the end of our show. Oh, by the way, thanks a lot, Jim Monaghan. There, uh, Mung, Mungan? Jim Mungan. I thought it was Moynihan, which is an Irish name, but there you go. Thanks for that letter uh, there, Jim. If you have any letters for us, guys, please email me, eamon at eamonart.art.com, or you can reach Mike at nwctoys.com. You can find me on Twitter at eamon underscore, or you can find Michael Crawford on Twitter at, at Michael Crawford, funnily enough. And please, if you are on any of the podcasting uh, downloading places like Stitcher or iTunes, or that, please leave us a review. It does help with the show. It kind of boosts up our profile, little things and stuff like that. So please do leave us a positive review or a negative review if there even is such a thing. We were going to try and get in some like a new older figure section today, but we're we're, uh, we're actually we actually got a hefty podcast in here, so we're nearly into an hour and a half here. So I think it's a good time to say sayonara to our listeners, and maybe we'll we'll call it an evening. And we'll be back again in a few weeks. 
to pleasure your and tickle your ears with some action figure goodness. Not happy. I'm going into all Stewie mode now. <laughs> 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 all right, gentlemen, would you like to bid our guests good night and farewell? Good night and farewell. Absolutely good night from me as well. Good night, folks. Good afternoon and good morning, wherever you are on planet Earth, or indeed not. Bye-bye!